0: Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello, and welcome to episode eight now of the WP Builds Podcast. This week's topic is going to be shiny new toys. Um, Yeah, yeah, that's good, isn't it? I think we're both quite into this topic because it'll allow us to talk Mm. for ages. We should probably introduce ourselves. My name's Nathan Wrigley from pictureandword.co.uk, small web development business in the northeast of England, and I'm joined by David Wormsley. Hi, David.
1: Hi, how are you today?
0: I'm very good, thank you. Yeah, we've um, we've had a good long chat just before this started and I think we do definitely have quite a lot to say. Most of it's actually quite personal and quite reflective and also I think we berate ourselves a bit on this one and sort of point out where we fail, which is quite interesting. Where I think it's fair to say that neither of us ever want to put ourselves out there as gurus or experts or somebody that describes what you should be doing would that be fair is that is that fair fair for you as well
1: (laughs) yeah absolutely i mean this is a confessional for us and we hope that there's lots of other people like us i'm sure there are who uh just can't get their buy-in under control when it comes to Uh, stuff for wordpress and our businesses
0: yeah it's amazing i I don't know um where this one's going to go but it'll be interesting that's for sure i'll just go through a couple of news items which we normally do at the beginning there's there's five very very quickly and briefly uh, the let's encrypt project which enables you to have a free ssl certificate so you can serve pages over tls um, and uh, ensure that chrome is now registering your website as secure has passed 20 million active uh, installs and certificates. Um, they did that at the end of 2016, and that's massive. That's 20 million more sites than probably would have been secured before. So that's really good. You can um, look at these articles. We'll put these in the show notes at the bottom in the little text area underneath the uh, the player on the WP Builds website. Um, there's also another article from the Wordfence people, which just describes how the Wordfence firewall works. Just it's not really news as such. It's just a, a point of interest. I found it to be quite interesting. They made made lots of claims about how they were the first people to do it. I don't know whether that's authentic or not, but um, nevertheless, it is, I found, very interesting to see what they're up to if you have that plugin installed. Um, what else have we got? WordPress 4.7.1, a security and maintenance release. I think Fair to say, largely, they're wrestling with two problems in this release. The first one being they're trying to ensure that the PHP mailer function is not um, open for abuse. There was quite a lot of talk just before Christmas about how it was fairly trivial for somebody who knew that we're doing some bad actor to hack your website and get all sorts of data through. um, I think it was by adding an extra quotation mark or something like that that wouldn't be escaped Uh by the PHP mailer function. Um, And it enabled them to inject whatever they wanted and get PHP to run. Um, I think that's what was going on. Anyway, I think this has been fixed. Seems like there was no problem with WordPress anyway, from what the people at WordPress are saying. I don't quite know how that could be. But anyway, have a look. And the other one was... um, Now, I'm trying to scrape my memory. What was it? Oh, yes, it was something to do with the REST API and making it so that REST API calls couldn't just dish out a load of usernames for people who were registered on the site. A sort of fairly problematic thing if it developed, but they've nipped that one in the bud. So hopefully that's fixed going forwards. This is quite an interesting one. Google have decided to enforce from today, I presume, or very soon, that they're going to start penalizing mobile interstitial pop-ups, interstitial ads and pop-ups. In other words, they're going to penalize people searching on Google via a mobile device if the page that they're going to serves some kind of pop-up ad or interstitial ad. So you you know exactly what we're talking about. If you're serving pop-up ads, it might be something uh, to To monitor, because obviously now the majority of searches are going on on mobile, and they 're going to be penalizing those particular pages that uh, that serve those kind of ads pop ups interstitials doormats, that kind of thing. And then finally, there's a link in the show notes. I'm not suggesting that you actually read this article in particular. It's a WPMU dev article. It's about design trends for 2017. And although the text is quite interesting, what I found most interesting was clicking the links to third-party resources. There's a few really nice design resources that you could click onto. One of them, I think, was a Google property. And you were able to click on a couple of colors on the left-hand side of the screen. And on the right-hand side of the screen, it would show you in material design um, elements what the site might look like. And it would create a palette for you based upon your two primary color choices. And it, it just looked really good. And the idea of being able to click on two colors, which took three seconds and get instant feedback on what a website might look like with a whole range of palettes that would fit those two colors, I found that really appealing. So that's the news. Anything to add?
1: No, no, I was interested. Is that the dual... Because that's one of the trends, isn't it, of the of the next year, that we're all going for these sort of dual colours?
0: Yeah, I think it was. It's, I mean, it was really fascinating. Like I say, you clicked on two colours, and then it kind of came up with a palette for you based upon those two primary colours. So you would pick your two colours, and it would kind of create a header and a footer-type area in those two colours. And then it would do things like the links and the text in different colours that matched and, and worked with it. I think, really, it's a material design thing for Android, but nevertheless, it, it made me immediately think, "Oh, I, yeah, those colours really go well together." I never thought about those before. And if, if somebody, if, if you're like me, and design isn't your um, major talent, um, little shortcuts like that can be really handy.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. No, actually, I was thinking of something else, which is the duotone imagery, which is, I think, the trend that's coming in for this year. Or okay, was around. Yeah, so I think that's what I was thinking of.
0: Okay. Okay, news, Don. Shall we kick into the main topic, which is shiny new toys? Yeah, let's do it. Well... Where are we well, going to start? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've put a little list together for David and I to read. And I think if we go through this list, David, it might be might it, it encourage us to have a nice conversation. But feel free to just sort of... I think both of us could ramble generally and and confess and flagellate ourselves because of our <laughs> inability to, uh, to really keep... Our, a tight grip on our purse strings. So the first thing is, I suppose, what is what do we mean in this episode by
1: a shiny new toy? What is that? Do you want to tell us what that is? Oh, I don't know. What do you <laughs> think? My 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 thought first is that it's just something that kind of gets you drooling about a better future if I buy this thing. And it it's always related. We are talking about kind of our WordPress space and being web developers, aren't we? So we are. I think with all these things, looking at the tools which are gonna help us to or we think might help us do our job or yeah, expand.
0: That that's exactly yeah. it. For me, a shiny new toy is is all about something online, bought to either be software as a service or to sit on my computer, my local Mac, um, and do some job that I think I, I could get a ha- you know, I I need a hand with. No, the problem is most of the time I probably A don't need it. Um, and B um, have no real time to learn to use it. And the fact is, these these new things are coming out all the time, and people are very clever at marketing. And I think they've they've absolutely sussed out what the psychology of my brain is, and people who have a brain similar to mine, um, because I'm I'm clicking the buy button left, right, and centre when really I should be a little bit more um introspective and think a little bit more so i think a shiny new toy is a piece of software which yeah. is purporting to improve my life in some way save me a little bit of time make my life easier do a job that i can't be bothered to do or don't wish to do um and th- that's what i think it is so th- the next thing i suppose is how do you end up hearing about these things where do you where do you buy them from where do you hear about them
1: yeah well we're both the same with this, and I, I guess a lot of the people who listen to us will be the same with AppSumo. That's a, that's a big one; they sell well to me.
0: Yeah, um, I, I get a, an email from AppSumo, uh, probably two a week, and they're written yeah. in they're written in a very in a kind of language that appeals to me. I'm imagining that a proportion of people will not like the language, but it's very comical. It's very sort of in your face. It's a bit loud and shouty, and but it works for me. So, yeah, AppSumo emails, definitely. They, they 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 come through my inbox. Anything anywhere else?
1: It comes from the community. The interesting thing is that we're going back in a way to what's the shiny new toy. But it's kind of a derogatory term, isn't it? It's when we're kind of putting down stuff or trying to check ourselves a bit. And I think at the time, we don't know it is a shiny new toy. It's just a tool that we think we may need to have in our business or for some reason it's only later that we realize we've bought the rubbish that it starts that we start to use this term yeah that's a good point actually so i think when looking for it it actually comes from any direction you know so in the beaver builder space which i occupy as well you know lots of people are creating products there and of course i'm interested in every single one because it's for the tool that i use day in day out yeah i think facebook for me
0: is a big one um either through their ad network and my feed is constantly full of new sponsored posts for a product or a service and I think they must have metrics on me which are very effective for those adverts you know I think they've worked out what my typical click is what kind of products would be most effective to put in front of me and so that keeps their you know their paying advertisers happy but also exactly as you say Facebook from Just the people occupying the groups that I'm in. So, like you say, it might be a a Beaver Builder add-on, or it might be a WordPress plugin, or it might be Mm. just something to improve the speed of my invoicing or billing, or some way, shape, or form is going to improve my business in some way. Um, A good example was something that came... uh, There was a a Mac app... um, So and it was going to save me time by enabling me to do screenshots quickly. And I was I was all over that one straight away. I really liked it. But it came from Mm -hmm. somebody who I know um, through Facebook. It wasn't an advert. It it was just sort of word of mouth, if you like, in the modern sense. So for me, it's Facebook and it's email.
1: Mm -hmm. They're the two ways that I find out about these things. Yeah. So uh, uh, go on. No, I was going to say it's recommendations for shiny new tools because you trust a lot of people and they will talk about a tool that they maybe just bought, which they may think later is a shiny new tool toy. And you go off and have a look as well and get just as excited by the advertising as they did, you know, and a lot of the new stuff is just not tested, you know. Um, It's
0: really interesting when you... um... When you pose a question or read a question in a Facebook group, particularly a WordPress Facebook group, and the question is, what could I use to do this? (laughs) Very often the thread will have five, six, seven, eight, nine people contributing completely different solutions for the exact same thing. And quite often people only comment positively. You know, they say, oh, this works really well. You don't often hear people saying, I did this and it didn't work. It was a load of rubbish.
1: Yeah. I wonder why we do that. Often it can be just one word. Somebody asks a, a question and the, the person who's asking the question g- generally just wants a solution to their problem, but they don't tell us much about themselves. Right. <laughs> so, we, so we're so we guessing, really. We're, we're giving them a solution to the problem, but we haven't got any context for the way that they work and what sort of pricing model might work for them, whether they do it as a full-time job, whether they're just building one site. So, you know, we, we kind of throw these recommendations out on these long lists that appear in comments. But, you know, I often look at those and I just think, you know, it's it's not really that helpful because we really don't know this stuff about them. Yeah. and
0: um, I think you yeah. also become... The tools that you do end up using, the shiny new toys which you do end up using, for some reason I become a bit of an evangelist for them. The ones <laughs> yes. that I've settled on that I like and I've spent time working with and I've usually been in the support forum sometime and asked, how do I do this? I kind of feel a sense of pride in it, or something like that, and I want to. I, I want to make sure that everybody knows. No, this is the best one. <laughs> Having <laughs> no experience of all the others, so I'm, I'm suitably unqualified to say this is the best. But I feel, I feel proud of of the thing, the choice that I've made, and I kind of want everybody to know. Um, so, are you guilty of this then? Do you do purchasing of stuff, not? N- not thoroughly researching it and and buying stuff which basically in the end you don't
1: need and don't use no i think now i'm very good but i i may uh, it's it's tricky because i i still i i'm i think i'm in remission at the moment because i'm recovering from a bout of shiny new toy uh, syndrome <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's kind of where i am i am quite good and one thing i i don't do I, I well i hope i don't do is i I don't get a new toy that I just got excited about and it looks great. And then post that and say, everyone go and look at this too much, you know? Yeah. Because I, yeah. So I don't do that work. I tend to try and find out a little bit about the person and perhaps suggest they might want to look at something which I've already used. Right. Do yeah. You, do you, do you do that at all? Do you, well, uh, just... no,
0: I, I am, I am, I think much more, um, much well i I don't think about it as much as you i think basically i am really guilty of this i'm terrible i mean it's time to fess up i am really very very poor um with this i am I, i buy lots and i never use a lot of them literally never use them and i don't know why i do it um which kind of brings on another point you know why do why do we do it and we were talking a moment ago about. I actually think it's a form of addiction for me. Uh, it's harmless in that I, I'm not. I'm not at the point where I can where I buy things that I can't afford. That's the first thing. I only buy things which I can afford. And generally, I'm attracted by um, all sorts of ridiculous marketing tactics, like you know, offering a lifetime offer and offering it at a a discounted rate and things like that. But yeah, I am really guilty of it. And and I do think it's kind of an an addiction. Uh, I'm sort of trying to excuse myself, I suppose, really. But when I'm buying, (laughs) you know, internet apps, tools, software, all that kind of stuff, that somehow gets through my filter of my advertising filter. Whereas in every other sphere of life, I am supremely cynical of adverts. Adverts on the telly, I'm horrible at sort of muttering under my breath. It doesn't do that, you yeah, know. Never, never, never is going to do that. It's a right rip off, and so on. Adverts in magazines, terrible. I, I just don't respond to them at all. Radio, the same thing. But these kind online adverts, I am a sucker for them, and I do not know what the difference is, apart from the fact that I spend an awful lot of time in my on my computer, and. I think I believe they're going to solve a pain point, which is probably unreal. You know, it's not really something that I need to have fixed. So, yeah, confession over. Um, (laughs) That felt good. I feel like I've been to Alcoholics Anonymous or something.
1: (laughs) I don't think it's an addiction, though. I think it's just part and parcel of what we do because, you know, we're really keen to improve our businesses and we know that the internet has grown and changed our lives and it continues to change our lives. So we're now in the sort of age of the page builder, which has really cut down the work that we do as designers. And I think we always want to be on top of the next greatest thing. Mm. So, so I, I think it's just built into us that we need to find that balance between always looking for the being on top and at the cutting edge of everything that's going on. And, also concentrating on what we need to get done today. And well, I think it's a fine balance, you know.
0: I think that's really kind of you to uh, sort of assuage my fears about whether <laughs> I have an addiction or not. <laughs> um, I, I feel I don't feel too bad about it, like I say, because I never, um, I never sort of step out of the economic line of whether I can afford it or not, which I suppose would be getting a bit ridiculous. I don't buy everything. There's an awful lot that comes my way. But I think you mentioned before we started this call. Basically, if 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 you feel it's going to satisfy some need, if you think it's going to save you some time, if you think there's a chance that it's going to improve your workflow, then it's it, it. I think for you, it's got a chance of being bought. Whereas for me, at the minute, it's going to be bought pretty much. <laughs> So there you go, There's a, that's a difference. So, um, yeah, let, let's go through maybe some examples, real-world examples of the sort of stuff that we've bought. First of all, is there anything that you could say? Now, before we start this, I should probably say, please don't come after us. We are not trying to say that your product is rubbish. What we're trying to say is that, you know, we haven't used it, we found, we found no use for it, um, and so on. So a little caveat there. So, David, anything that you found you basically bought and never used either because it was no good or you just somehow
1: didn't find a, a use for it. Well, you know, it's interesting because we started putting down a bit of a list about stuff that we bought. I mean I couldn't do mine. And I was looking through your list here, and you bought one of the things which I got rid of straight away, which is Up Viral. Yep. yep. Um, do you keep do you keep that one running at the moment? Well,
0: I'm still in my first year. With UpViral, huh. and now we should probably explain. UpViral is a bit like King Sumo. Yep. It's a it's a it's a, a software as a service which enables you to run competitions. The idea essentially is that you swell your email list. I've actually used it with a few clients, and it's been profitable for me. So yeah. I I will probably continue to use it next year. So that's that's one that I
1: that would fit into my it's worth it. Whereas for you, interestingly, not. No, that was what, that was me at my worst. I think I I bought that. It was quite a high price on it, and it was a was it? A, it was a life deal, wasn't it?
0: I is don't right? think it was uh, actually. I don't think I got oh, okay. a life deal. I think I'm on a yearly subscription.
1: Oh yes, it was a low. You know, it was lock in your low mm-hmm. subscription because we've got different things. Yeah, and uh, no, actually, the, uh, this is one of the situations where. I felt the company had let me down because they got me really salivating about what it could do, even though I didn't have a plan at all about how I could set up these Facebook ads. But I just thought, Oh, this low price, I'm sure I can make use of it. It's going to work. But when they came to the final countdown, you know, I looked to see what the price was going to be cause they said it will never be this price again. It's 50% of what they would normally charge or whatever. And then the clock ticked over and it went up something like 10% and I thought, okay, I'm not playing that anymore refund me. It's an interesting
0: point isn't it trust and I think a lot of a lot of products on the internet you you immediately well you I think you're better at this than I am you you immediately spot the marketing and the the the, the internet marketer behind it often you're put off straight away because of the type of web page that they've put together. Um, You know, if you see the same offer coming in from two different sources uh, in your email list, you know that basically this has been built by a developer and they're just flogging it as quickly as possible. It's all about the money, isn't it?
1: Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably being very unkind to them because I thought it was an excellent product and I asked for a refund because I didn't think I was, it was going to be used. And I just say, you know why you've put me off now and yeah. why why refund is because you didn't you weren't honest about the price increase yeah you well know? that's that um,
0: is interesting because that is one that I've actually used and, and it's it's made more money than I've spent on it so I, I will probably keep that next year any others yeah. that you've found of that you, you wouldn't have bought if you had your time again
1: <laughs> well we share a lot of these we were looking weren't we particularly the ones that come from AppSumo so we share a lot of the same software and I think we've not used it by the looks of it so for me at the moment I got the let me just have a look at your list here. It's the arcade okay, beacon that's one that was used Now this is a bit of software that can turn your blog posts into uh, PDF books can't it That's, that's right. Uh,
0: yep never we, used it We've both used we've both bought it. I've never ever used it
1: <laughs> um, the other one oh this yet to be used as well which is wireframe app iO. Right. Dot IO. That's one, which I still think looks like a fairly good product. But to be honest, my business isn't even going that way. So yeah. I'll be wireframing like this. I think
0: yeah. there is a chance that in the next week or two, I will actually use that. Um, so that's maybe it's on my list of never used. It's a, it's a wireframing app, isn't it? You just make wireframes yeah. with it. But but I've never used it yet. But I think that might, that might be used this week. So you never know.
1: Wow, that's good. It Mm. it does actually look very good. Yeah, it does. The thing is about all of these, they look good. That's why we kind of go for them. Mm. But uh, this is where sense goes out the window, though, because that one, particularly for me, it's like, well, actually, I wasn't going in that direction, but just in case I might need it one day.
0: I think there's the point, isn't it? Is that you, Mm. well, I, buy things on a whim that maybe some point in the future, that'll be what I'm going to need. Whereas (laughs) I need to be much more focused on what I need now. Um, and, and you know, just from a time point of view, looking at these things and going through the process, I'm just using up parts of my business day that I could be doing other things. Anyway, sorry, back to the
1: list. Yeah. Well, do you think, I mean, this is the thing we're going through AppSumo products here, but they, they are, you know, spectacular in the sense that you usually get in a lifetime deal. Mm. That's really maybe, you know, less than going out for a meal or maybe having a few beers down the pub or something, you know, yeah. um, I
0: was saying to you earlier that I I
1: saw an interesting article a couple of months ago which basically
0: framed this in a way that I'd never thought about it before. And that is, let's say, for example, take an example of this Wireframe app, um, which I can't say what it was. I can't remember. Let's say I paid $30 for it. If their normal pricing is $10 a month and I, I sign up at $10 a month and I work out in the first month that I'm not going to use it well then they've made 10 dollars out of me in my lifetime my my lifetime return for them is 10 dollars because i've worked out i haven't used this this month i'm not going to pay for the next month whereas if they get me at 30 dollars they've got 30 dollars out of me so my lifetime investment has been 30 dollars and i'll still never use it now apparently somewhere in the region of 80 to 90% of the purchases made for these kind of products because they're mm. cheap um, they're, they're never used again. So from a business point of view, it makes sense to do the lifetime deal because they make $30 instead of 10. It's, it it kind of makes sense when you think about it like that. But from a user point of view, from a purchaser's point of view, I, I don't think about it. Like that. I just think, oh, great, great deal. Imagine I could, I'm, I'm not going to spend $120 a year. I'm going to spend $30 forever Whereas the reality is I
1: probably would only have spent
0: $10 and never used it again.
1: Yes, yes. It's really clever. There's one I want to ask you about that you've got on your list, which I've only just seen, which is Layers Pro. You bought that. Yeah, never used it. Yeah. I mean, I bought you, it I mean...
0: and I installed it and I looked for six to eight minutes. And and obviously, by this point, I I got into Beaver Builder. So really, that was what I was doing. I was drawing a comparison. Is there anything, is there any benefit here over Beaver Builder? And I quickly worked out I hated the UI. Uh, I didn't, I that was it. I, I trashed that site immediately and, and I've never never looked at it again.
1: Yeah, I find the, the psychology behind that because I looked at it Um but I did manage to pull myself round. You know, obviously I've been with Beaver Builder for some time, and I just thought, why am I even looking? Just because I can buy this one-off, when is the occasion when I'm ever going to need this? You know, it's because scarcity, I- isn't it? It's the it, yeah.
0: it is that time-limited factor that this thing's going away. It, so it's scarcity mixed with, um, with economic appeal. It's it's much cheaper than it would already be than it would already be. But we've kind of discounted that one because we know that in most cases that's fallacy. Um, and it's going away quickly. It's going away in a few days. Um, and those that, those that combination works for me a lot and,
1: and I really need to get wise to it. Yeah. I managed to resist the... Um, because Beaver Builder is all I want and it, it fits my requirement perfectly. But I still had to look in when the Elementor Pro was another page builder came out, which is making waves, yep. you know? And there's that moment, again, there's another 50% off here. I know I'm going to have to pay for it. long, And I had to go through the process of stopping myself from buying it. Because yep. even if I bought it, then I'm committed to trying it out and wasting the time as well. Yep.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I need some kind of filter. I'll tell you what I'll do. <laughs> I think maybe mm. if I just illustrate the horrific nature of my problem, by just reading out the list of things that I've bought in the last year, and uh, please, <laughs> maybe in the comments you can um, you can illustrate whether I'm slightly peculiar and unique, or whether I'm just like you. You know, did have you done this? So I bought Beacon, never used it. Deposit Photos, love it, use it all the mm-hmm. time. Postable, which enables you to write in Google Docs and post them to WordPress, never used it. DPD, it's um, a platform for delivering online. Digital products. Bought it the other day. Don't know if I'll ever use it. Paperform, um, which is a, it's a bit like Gravity Forms, but it's software as a service. You don't have it on your WordPress installation. Never used it. Wireframe.io. Never used it. Promo Republic uh, enables you to automate posts and on things like Facebook and Twitter. I like that a lot. I do use that. Um, The right margin is as a way of writing books. It's a bit like Google Docs, only it just deals with chapters and verse. You know, it's a way of writing novels, basically. Never used it. What am I thinking? I'm not going to write a book. Uh, (laughs) um, Design Bold. Never used it. Um, it enables you to create graphics online. It's a bit like a tiny, tiny stripped-down version of, um, of of something like Photoshop. We, we, I mean, that's an exaggeration. It does hardly any of those things. But, um, but then there was another one called Stencil, which is very similar to Design Bold, and I use that all the time. I love that one. I brought podcasts like a boss. And as you can tell from this podcast, <laughs> never used it. Layers Pro, never used. Marketables um, is like SEO, um, Google AdWords, tutorials in an hour. Really like that. Used it a lot. Webinar Ninja, never used it. Q, Q-U-U-U, use that a lot. Um, it enables you to automate posting on Facebook and other platforms like LinkedIn through Buffer. Freelance Lift, Really like that. Loads and loads of interesting content in there. I'm really glad I got that. Blank page, exactly like The Right Margin, enables you to write books online. (laughs) What am I thinking? I've done it twice. Good Lord. <laughs> Stock Unlimited. It's um, it's a, like a deposit photos, but the, the quality of the images is slightly lesser and there's less of them. But I use that all the time. Free, free images um, like that. Connector.io is a platform for connecting Google Mail, Gmail, so that it automates some aspect of emailing. Never used it. CloudPress <laughs> used it a bit. Got immediately sick and tired of the the plugins that they required you to have. Binned it within a couple of days. King Sumo used it and then bought up viral, so binned King Sumo. OS Training, loads of open source training, never used it, and the list could go on. I've got about another ten, um, but I'll stop there. But to my shame, good. That's a year. That's like a year.
1: Yeah, you see, that's
0: bad, isn't it?
1: <laughs> well, I bought quite a few of those. Uh, so <laughs> I actually, <laughs> I bought blank page, which I think was the worst of the lot for me because I don't know what I was thinking with that one. Yeah, I was going to write my book. I still might. Who knows? But you know what? You're never going to use. You're never going to use an
0: online tool with the most basic editing tools, are you? You're going you're gonna to do it on something. Which which is not online? You, you you want to be able to go places? I would have thought, and you know, use your use your Mac when you're in a cafe and not using the Wi-Fi or something. I don't know. I could be wrong, but seems seems a bit like I wasn't thinking there. Oh boy, so guilt, shame, oh sh- chagrin. <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people have bought. Uh, who listen to us anyway will probably have bought a number of those. I mean, I know some people who also um, app sumo addicts as well, who buy a lot of the same stuff as me. Yeah. Um, But I've managed to, uh, I feel like I'm doing quite well at the moment. I mean, when the uh, black Friday sales came, I only bought one thing that I was going to buy anyway. Um, And I also made a decision because I've made some mistakes with, I bet you probably got this one, which is the site point, Pro. Did you buy that? Um, it's out again at the moment, I think. Years and years ago, SitePoint. Oh,
0: actually, years ago, they had an offer. It was unrelated to anything. I think that was one of the first things I ever bought. Um, ah. And I, I have used that quite a lot for their books. So that's a good one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I've decided to stop all courses now. I no mean, idea, I've... Yeah. Yeah, because I don't get to, I mean, I haven't really used SitePoint. I think it is an excellent purchase. And I also bought recently BlinkList as well, which is uh, a yearly subscription to get 15 minutes. Well, they're condensed books, which you can read in 15 minutes. So all the sort of classic marketing books you could read in 15 minutes and get the gist of them. Hmm. But after the first month, I stopped reading. And I've realized that I just don't have time to learn these. I still have Udemy courses, which is another one where they got a fair bit of money out of me. Have you got caught into the Udemy thing? A a couple of things, but actually unrelated to tech, things like um,
0: how to use... Well, I suppose it's on the computer, but how to use um, Logic Pro on my Mac to to record music. And that's been really good because with my daughter, we sit down and we go through the videos and then we record her playing the piano and singing and... um, that's been oh. quite good, actually. So I've I've had a good experience with that. Yeah, I, I probably I probably don't want to emphasize too much that all of them are rubbish. There's a few that I've bought that I'm really pleased I got. So it's not all bad, is it?
1: No, definitely. Um, deposit photos, when they do that deal, which has been annual yep. uh, recently, where you can buy a pack, that's lifetime. I mean, we use those. You really need these for our job. Yeah.
0: And obviously there's things like Power Pack, Ultimate Add-ons for Beaver Builder, um beaver builder itself these kind of things you know i i buy those and i'm delighted i'm so pleased that i've got them and actually there's a couple i've got one on my gmail called active inbox which is just a fabulous way of turning the gmail interface into a bit like a a to-do list and and a way of organizing your emails into calendars and things like that and realizing what you've got to do next that's been really good um and, you know, I've I've bought one very recently called Thrive Cart, and I'm so pleased I got that one because that's turning out to be something I think I'm going to use all the time. And the price has literally gone through the roof since I bought it because the platform is taking off. Um, it's an online cart, basically. Uh, but I'm really pleased that I got that one. So it's not all bad. I think I, I don't really buy the big ticket items, the costly ones, without a lot of thought. But the ones on AppSumo for kind of sub $30, I'm very impulse on
1: that. Mm, definitely. So how do you think you're going to solve this buy-in? Do you think you will or do you, do you just know, live with it?
0: I think I'm not. I think I am going to solve it. I think my essentially I need to apply some filters. I need to be thinking more along these lines. You know, Does it help me in my business? Does it actually offer something that I really need right now? Is it going to save me time? Or money. Uh, if the answer to those two is yes, then I should probably move on and, and just ask a general question of, you know, do I really need this, even though it's going to save me time and it's going to save me money? Do I actually need it? Can I afford it? Have I got enough money in the bank to justify it, or would that money be better spent somewhere else? And the last one, I suppose, is do I have time to learn it and actually use it? Because I think that's a big problem with these things. You know, the, you buy them, yeah. you log in for one time, you realize, oh, there's a learning curve here. I can't sit and watch the video tutorials or figure out how all this works. And maybe that's a point where it gets binned, if you know what I mean. So um, maybe I'll start to apply those filters a little bit more. I am going to be better. I set out on Black Friday. My target was to spend zero, and I spent zero. So I can do it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need it.
1: (laughs) Do you know what? The thing is with those filters, I think you can always argue those. Out anyway, and stores to come to the same conclusion. Yes, uh, you, you, do you know what I mean? You say, "Does it help me?" And then you start to build up your own justifications for it. I, I do it to my wife, actually. She's, <laughs> she's. I, I say, "I'm thinking about getting this," and I talk it through with her. And I do the, I do the sales pitch on her for my reason for why I'm going to buy right. it. You know. Yes. Yeah. It's sort of self-justification. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, another thing that I should probably do is spam the emails from the people who. I'm guilty of buying things from so for example AppSumo I think that the the conduit for me getting the product is the email so I read the email and then go and click and and explore it whereas if the email didn't arrive there's no way I'm going to go to AppSumo and just see is there an offer so if I start to spam or bin those emails so that they don't reach my inbox and maybe I should start sort of blocking. I know you can't block the ads on Facebook, but I think there's a procedure where you can say, I don't like this kind of advert. I suppose the problem there is I'll end up getting adverts of a different kind that are really not suitable for me, but um, might be a good way to do it. Um, so, yeah, just being a little bit more careful about wh- what what I read and how it gets to me and those kind of things might help as well.
1: Yeah. When we're looking at this, I was just thinking about the list because we talked a lot about the kind of AppSumo because it's that, as you say, sort of sub $30 thing where you can kind of throw that away as a little perk for the you know little toy for the the week to make life more bearable. But yeah, yeah, there is a different process, I think, when you start to look at something like whether you're going to buy a pro license for Beaver Builder or even if you're going to go a life with any of those add-ons because it's it's a significant amount of money there and i think you start to employ different sort of filters to that
0: yeah i think you're right when it became time for me to buy beaver builder and think about beaver builder and various other things which have cost a certain amount of money mm. i've been very thoughtful and careful i think it is this sub let, anecdotally let's say it's 30 mm. that that's the the pain point for me that the bit where i kind of feel Interested, And that's the other thing. I genuinely am interested in seeing what these pieces of software do. Mm-hmm. There is no doubt about it. I, I, I am really interested in software. So when some piece of software comes along and it offers something novel and it offers something where I think it could help me out, not filtering it enough as we have learned... I, I am really interested in it, and I do wish to find out what it's like. However, I need to be a little bit more introspective and say, you know, as I've just said, apply all these filters
1: and see if I'm still in need of it. Yeah. Nathan, you didn't have the um, experience, I don't think, because you was with Drupal rather than WordPress of going through the... Well, you, you did go on theme Forest, but I don't think you've been around with that buying a number of themes. Is that right?
0: No, I, I've never. I mean, I, I confess I've bought a couple, um, but I've deployed them. You know, I've bought some themes and then used them, so they were never sitting about doing nothing. No, I've managed to avoid Theme Forest and Code Canyon, but I understand that's another pain point for a lot of people. They sort of find themselves browsing Theme Forest, you know, endlessly in search of the latest, greatest theme. I'm glad to say I've avoided that. It, why is that something you've done?
1: well i think a lot of us with the shiny new tools that's because again it's it's marketed on the fact that this does everything you get this you usually get a load of extra plugins that go with this theme you know which would have cost you this amount of money but you're getting it in one package and that's had an allure for a lot of people in the early days and even me who who kind of thinks now i don't want to look at this the code's going to be really bad i bought a lot of themes which are now just dead you know they were they were made they were obviously going to be too difficult to maintain when the sales dropped down and um you know it's uh, but that's definitely a source of it and it's reminded me as well as another deal that goes around which has never caught me yet which i think is mighty deals is it those where they have huge graphic resources for designers that's right Yeah.
0: yeah i've come across that but the graphics thing it's always software for me when they do software deals i'm on i'm onto them but when they do graphic uh, deals, I immediately bin the email.
1: So that's interesting, isn't it? I'm, it's all about software for me. Yeah. Well, they do the, the thing that I now don't touch now because I don't touch many of those mighty deals when it comes to the graphics because it's usually one billion background images, fonts, swirls, whatever, all from 2006. And yes. I just, you know, just think it, I just, again, I don't want that. I can't cope with that number of things to look at. Yeah. Um, no, it's interesting.
0: So, yeah, you've you've learned that that's a pointless thing, isn't it? Because it literally does clutter up your desktop computer. You don't actually want those <laughs> things there, do you? Um no. Yeah, fascinating. Boy, oh, I feel like I've had a confessional.
1: <laughs>
0: I feel sort of cleansed and slightly, slightly less guilty than I was at the start.
1: <laughs> How do you feel? Yeah, the, the,
0: do Do you feel that yeah. we've
1: we've done this one, or do you think there's more to say? Gosh, we can go on this. I think we should do, though, an episode in the future that we look a little bit about the processes of when we do the serious purchases and about what we kind of look for. Yeah. I think we could do another episode on that. Yes. You know, when we are buying things, which uh, something, as we say, like Beaver Builder or the theme that we choose for the work that we do is of primary importance, isn't it? So I think we should do a little bit about what processes we go through, because that's not the shiny new toys, really, is it? When we do that.
0: No, there's a lot of shiny, good toys that are actually worth having. And and thankfully, I've managed to find a lot of those as well. I think I need a donate button on the end of this on this podcast so that (laughs) I can, you know, go into rehabilitation and pay somebody that's suitably qualified to deal with my my problem. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I jest. I'm going to simply stop reading the emails. Um, OK, so, yeah, maybe that'll be the end of this one. What do you think about that? Is that have we reached the end, do you think?
1: Oh, I think we've reached the end. Yeah, 42, we gonna, 40,
0: 40 minutes thereabouts. Are we going to do our silly phrase?
1: Yeah, what have we got? So we're going, aren't we, with our UK phrases.
0: Yes, that's right. We're going to go so, for UK phrases. Have you got one?
1: Oh, we did AOP last time, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> All mouth, no trousers. Great. Suits us. All Perfect. mouth
0: and no trousers. Put it in the... Uh, the Facebook group, or I guess below the podcast itself, All Mouth and No Trousers, it will prove that you've got to the end of this episode and you've listened to me droning on and on about things that I've bought. I do apologise. I hope I haven't offended anybody or, you know, or just worn people down. But there we go. I feel, like I say, I feel honest now. I feel like I've done the right thing.
1: (laughs) We excellent so we've got
0: some yeah we've got some cheesy music for us cheesy music coming in i don't know what the cheesy music will be quite yet but it, it will now be be fading in so yes sayonara from nathan and uh
1: see you later david yes goodbye bye-bye